Hey everyone, we've got Siobhan Hodges, owner of Grills and Granola, out of New York City on episode 23 of Pivot Podcast. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 23 of Pivot Podcast the podcast for women who've made intentional and unexpected changes in their life and are still winning. I am your host, Malika Turner, and today we have Ms. Siobhan Hodges, founder of Grills and Granola, a New York City-based fitness company that curates and creates community-based experiences powered by women of color, starting with her signature class, Trap Aerobics. Siobhan was featured featured in a Forbes.com article titled, How Women Entrepreneurs Are Navigating the Effects of COVID-19. One of the things that I read that she shared with with me personally in in her writing uh, was something that I had to share with you. And we're going to jump in in a few and talk with her, but I just love this. She caters to the confident underdogs and women with curves that you don't see in magazines or mainstream fitness studios. I love that. And so, Siobhan, welcome to Pivot. Let's talk. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here, Malika. Oh, and you know, this is funny. I I saw you in, I read your about grills and granola. First of all, I love the name. I'm sure you'll talk to us a little bit more about where that came from, but I just love what I read and I thought I've got to talk to that woman, talk to that business owner who said, you know what, despite our circumstances, I'm still going to win, right? We're still going to move forward. We're going to make the changes that are needed. Um, and I, I thought I've got to got to have her on pivot. So I'm, I'm really grateful that you're here with us today to share uh, your story about your pivot, about grills and granola, and just about you. Um, lately, we've been having some conversations in the last episode or so. We've been trying to have conversations to our Black community about how we can pivot and how we can move forward. So at some point, we're going to talk a little bit about those strategies and and things that you've been able to use for yourself to continue to move forward and be successful. But I'd love for you to share with the Pivot family a little bit about you and and Grills and Granola and, and how that all began. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, boy. So Grills and Granola. Um, how did that begin? It, it started in a really terrible place, to be honest with you. Uh, it was the year was like 2015. And I was one of those people who foolishly decided to marry their college sweetheart. Um, and then went through a divorce <laughs> at the age of 25. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like I lived an entire life in a very short period of time. But, but during this time, um, I was not only struggling with depression from the fact that, you know, my life had literally you know, changed completely. Um, But I also had previously been diagnosed with a panic disorder. Mm. Um, And so during this time, I was doing what most women do when they go through breakups. It's like, ooh, I got to get back in the gym, right? So I can get chose again. Mm. Um, (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. And Yeah. And then I also was obviously partying because I'm like, oh, I need to find prospects. (laughs) Right, Um, right. (laughs) And what I learned during those experiences was that 
you know, alcohol is the absolute worst thing that you can put into your body when you have a mental health disorder. It's, it's trash. Right. Um, and so they, they I'm, I'm so grateful for God and for just like being connected with myself. I just stopped partying and I said, well, I'm going to put my energy into the gym because this is what makes me feel better. Mm. Um, and then from there, as I'm in the gym, I'm like, I'm going to this like really hoity toity gym. Cause I, my previous life was in the advertising industry doing learning and development work. Um, and I'm looking around and I don't see any instructors who look like me. Um, the only classes that they're really teaching are like super like, you know, body weight classes or Zumba. And I'm, I'm just getting tired of, of dancing to that. So I, I remember the year that Drake and Future, they dropped this mixtape. It was called What a Time to Be Alive. And this mixtape got me through this divorce because I would listen to it over and over again. It boosted my confidence. It made me feel better. Mm -hmm. um, and so the idea clicked in my head. And I was like, ooh, I should make a fitness class to trap music. And then I was like, well, what would I do? And then I was like, trap aerobics, that, that clicks. Um, and so that's kind of like where it started. It started with a class called trap aerobics. And then I decided to name my company Grills and Granola um, because in my mind, I wasn't just going to create a fitness class. I was going to do so much more. Um, so Grills and Granola, it's an ode to hip-hop, hip but it's also an ode to accessibility within the fitness and wellness space. So Grills, those are the gold-plated dentures of hip-hop. Mm -hmm. And then Granola, Granola is something that I came up with to pair together is because I grew up in Jamaica, Queens, in a food desert and in a fitness desert. And granola, a granola bar is something that I would find in a corner store that was healthy. So for me, and it was accessible. So it's about accessibility. It's about health, but it's also about hip hop. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's unpack. <laughs> First of all, I applaud you for taking a situation where you, it sounded like in 2015, you had a vision. You, you, you saw things differently than how they ended. Um, and, and like most breakups, we do find ourselves many times we might fall, find ourselves falling into sadness and deeper than that is the depression and not quite figuring out how to jump out of that. But you, you, you kind of, you know, you, you kind of exercise a few different options, but really got back to the one thing that you knew was going to build you. And that was fitness. And so it it it's interesting to me because a lot of the women that I've interviewed on Pivot have, there are some who have created something based on seeing the lack of, right? So you looked around and you said there was a lack of, right? Was it instructors that looked like you? Yeah. Or um, the kind of, the kind of fitness that you would want to do, Right. And and understanding that there's there are women out there who probably feel the same way you do, right? Mm -hmm. And and so then you went and you you and you did something. Can I just say this, Siobhan? You did something that was already inside of you. Oof. Thank I, you. I, yeah, I totally believe that it was already inside of you. You know what I'm saying? And that sometimes it takes us to go to a pretty dark place. Um, uh, for that really to come forth. And so you, you, you created grills and granola. Um, you you got me thinking about brown sugar, that movie um, that was like, <laughs> Oh, to hip hop. So now we yeah, got fitness. I love, her, yeah. I love that movie. Um, and now we've got 
um, grills and granola, which is owed to fitness and owed to hip hop. I'm sorry. Um, and accessibility. Yeah. Yeah. And the accessibility. So let's talk about pre COVID-19 your, you know, how was your clientele? How did you reach them? You started grills and granola. What was that like as you started face to face in a studio? Correct. Yeah. So, so we started obviously like face to face, like you come in for in-person classes because ultimately when you come to a fitness class, yeah, you're there to work out and sweat, but you come for the energy. Mm. Like I tell people, you're not paying for me to teach you a class. You're paying for my energy. And, and if energy can't be created or destroyed, it can only be transferred. When you come, you, you will leave with a piece of me. Mm, I love that. I love that. Wait, let's go back. You're paying for my energy. Right. I love that. I love that. So it causes you to give everything you've got during those, during those sessions. Absolutely. Wow. I serve. Wow. Wow. I love that. Okay. I'm sorry. Continue. So. Yeah. So, so we, we had in-person classes and what was interesting was that when I was looking for um, different fitness studios to rent around New York city, cause I didn't want, I've never wanted to own a studio space. That's just not how I envisioned my world to be mm-hmm. um, because I didn't want the overhead of just having to maintain a, a piece of real estate. Um, I would rent different studios around different parts of Manhattan. And as I was going through this process, I would oftentimes get faced with a lot of rejection because some people were just apprehensive to having hip hop being played in their studio, which is crazy. Um, So I started to rent out studios in the neighborhoods where my people live. Um, So I was teaching in Jamaica, Queens. I was teaching in Harlem and I was teaching in Brooklyn where all of the black and Latino women live. Um, And so we had all these in-person classes like once a week in different parts of, of New York City. And it was beautiful just to, you know, see the same groups of people every single week, just coming to sweat and get the energy out, whatever that might be, or transform it. Um, and that that was my life before COVID happened. Mm. And then obviously things changed and all of the studios that we were renting. They, ha- they were forced to close or shut down temporarily um, because Governor Cuomo, you know, said, hey, it's a health risk to have this many people gathering all at once. Mm. Wow. And so did that, did that impact your, um, you know, so, well, let's talk about, before I even ask that, let's talk about online. Okay. So now these studios have shut down mm-hmm. and like everyone else in America who has a business um, or an industry of some sort, you know, the next alternative is online. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that transition. Ooh, well, the transition, it wasn't smooth. Um, so the fir- first things first, what, what makes my class unique is that I tend to have two instructors in the room and they ha- usually have two different body types and they move differently because I think that everyone moves in their own way, just like everyone's, everyone has unique life paths. Everyone's body moves in a unique way. Right. Um, and I think that naturally you gravitate toward people who parts of their identity resonates with you, whatever it may be, whether it's skin complexion, whether it's their haircut, whether it's their body type, whatever. Um, and so I have a business partner. Her name is Janelle McKinley. And so when we when we realized that the studios were getting shut down, I think we both we both froze for a second. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was paralyzed wow. in my own anxiety. Okay. I have an anxiety disorder. I was paralyzed. I was stuck for like maybe three or four days. I just I just broke down for a second. I was like, what am I doing? Is this the end yes. of my business? Yes. Um, 
But then, you know, God has this weird way of showing up in my life where it, it kind of occurs through numbers that I see, like repeating numbers. And one day I was just sitting soaking during, I'd say, the fourth day of this little depressive spiral of, oh, my, my business is coming to an end and I've put all this time and energy into it. And it was just something that told me to, yo, get back up, get back up. You have all the tools and resources you need to be successful. Um, and so from there, Jenny and I, we spent two, it took us like, I'd say a week to come up with an entire new program <laughs> to uh, an entirely like new program with shorter classes, more effective classes in one week. And then by, it took me three days to uh, get on our website and impl- and install new software and everything and, and do all mm. this copy and change the whole experience and beta test it in two days. So it took us about 10 days to pivot, but it was an intense 10 days, but yes. you know, it happened. And, and I'm so grateful for it because we've actually been earning more than we ever have before with, with our in-person classes and reaching way more women. Oh my goodness. So, so you just, see, I love it. Took you 10 days. You made a just a small change. Well, let's say a small change. You made a big change, but you you I think the small change was when we think about a pivot. Okay, so now online. That's it. Yeah. That's that's the main part of the pivot. Um is online. So we have got to go online if we're going to keep moving. And you're right. I think God gives us something so grand and so much bigger than we could ever imagine. And as soon as the obstacles come, we, we, we tend to think, wow, is this it? Like, I didn't, I don't even think I've fulfilled everything that I wanted to in this particular business or this particular thing, this gift that I was given and look at you. So you've increased in your numbers of clients. How about classes? Have you increased your classes or have you had to, but I guess maybe you haven't. I, so I have, I've increased the number of classes we offer. Um, so now I like, we teach about five, five plus classes per week now. Um, but on top of that, I've been able to hire other instructors who specialize in other like trapping classes. Okay. Um, and we've brought them on. So it's been beautiful. Like we're doing R and B yoga with a black yoga instructor and who's based in Atlanta. We've got trap conditioning with another woman who's based in Philly. Um, we've had other women reach out to us just saying, Hey, are you guys hiring? Because the fitness industry has been devastated, devastated by this, by this crisis. Yes. And what made my experience unique is that I've never worked for like another large fitness studio. So all of my clients are mine. Um, if you're a fitness instructor at like, I don't know, a, a, a lifetime fitness or something like that, you don't have access to the people that you teach. Right. I do. <laughs> right. So you, know? you have you have your faithful folks who they're your clients and they know Grills and Granola. They know the brand of Grill, Grills and Granola. Um, yeah. They know the style. They know your energy. And so, you know, there's so much we can do with this. But I do have to ask you, because you said earlier that you people are paying for your energy. Mm-hmm. How do you communicate that same um, philosophy to your new instructors, um, you know, that, that understanding that people are paying for your energy. Has that been easy? Has that been challenging? Mm. It, it, it has its challenges sometimes. So I think for me, um, when I, when I communicate this idea that people are paying for your energy, right? What does that even mean? 
Um, my energy, it's inclusive. My energy is accessible. My energy is rooted in my community, right? And I wrote all of this stuff down. When I started my business, I wrote it down on a piece of paper. That, that was how it started. And then it turned into a project plan. And then it turned into what do I want the color scheme to look like when people get on my website? Everything's about how does it make me feel. Right. So I have a manifesto. And when you sign up with us and you want to instruct with us, we are going to walk you. The first thing we walk you through is like, this is what we value. This is what we're about. This is how we speak about um, fitness. Right. We don't really focus so much on losing weight and burning calories. We focus more on sweating because to me, sweat is a byproduct of of energy leaving your body. Mm, Um, And I need (laughs) and I need you. And it's like and I need you to speak the way that I speak. Because at the end of the day, that's what sets us apart from other um, fitness companies out there. Well, so you create you you you've you've done you know we all create community, but you've created a community. You've created common language, common values, and really sharing that with the folks that come into the community so much so that you want them to adopt that same language when they're in the community. I love that. I love yeah. that. I love that because I don't I don't necessarily know if you get that. In, I mean, I don't know. Not speaking ill will of, but I'm I'm not sure if you get that in Planet Fitness or your local gym that you just run in, or sometimes your 24 hour gym. You just kind of go in, you do your thing, and you walk out, which is convenient. But I think there's something about um, a common language, um, being a part of a community of people who are conscious of what they're saying and they're conscious about you. Um, and there isn't this pressure of, I got to lose weight necessarily, right? That will, cause I, I think what you're saying is that will come, mm-hmm. that will come. I love that. I love that. So what have been just maybe a few challenges that you've experienced in, in this pivot, because it sounds like there have been some uh, pluses. There have been some wins. Your your numbers yeah. have have increased. You've hired folks from various states to come in and assist um, with your business. So, what are some challenges that you faced? Well, I would say the biggest challenge we have seen is that when we onboard new instructors, um, obviously we have to make sure that they have the tech skills to successfully teach a class. And unfortunately, I think that, you know, there are a few people, there are a lot of people who don't have the tech skills or training to, you know, execute and and create amazing experiences online. Right. That has been the biggest thing. Um, And it's not just a matter of just like, do you have access to great Wi-Fi, high speed Wi-Fi, but like, are you able to use the platform in a way that is most advantageous to your, you know, to your customers and to you? Okay. Um, and I think for me, <clears throat> how it's translated into the online experience is that the first thing that I know for a fact is from coming from training and development in this ad space is that online content should be shorter, right? Our attention spans have reduced tremendously. Right. No one is interested in taking an hour-long fitness class. People are tired of being glued to their screens. So we made all of our classes 20 minutes, 30 minutes at most. Oh, um, nice. you got to get a lot done in a short amount of time and you have to keep people engaged and you have to keep them engaged by coaching them and talking to them. And I think that there's an art form and there's a way that you connect with people through a a TV screen that relies heavily on emotional intelligence. And I think that's a challenge too. You can't teach that to people. 
So do you, tra- do you have a, a, a training? Yeah. Do you, how long do you train your instructors, your new instructors? I mean, cause it sounds like you are very, very, um, it's, it's imperative that they understand your vision, um, the vision of grills and granola. So do you find that you have to now train folks with the tech side of, of fitness? Yeah, we do. We do have to train them. Um, I don't manage the training, but I, because I have training and development background, for me, I created my own training philosophy and I call it OLET. So the O stands for observe. The first piece of the process, we want them to observe us teaching the class. I want you to understand the vibe, the energy, the community. The L stands for learn. So at this point now, after you've observed, we want you to learn about our values, learn about um, our program, what makes it unique, right? The structure, that's like the hard work. Um, and then A, acquire. So now I want you to demonstrate that you know and you've absorbed everything that I've taught you, right? So that, that usually comes in the form of um, a demo class. Okay. And then the T, the T stands for teach and train. So now it's time for you to step out into the world and actually teach a class. So that training and development background, look how it fits right into what you're doing yeah, <laughs> in 2020. Exactly. You know what? I was just reading. There's a, a scripture that says all things. Every time I think about what's not happening right or what's with what I seem to be finding as a challenge, it's like all things work together um, <laughs> for the good of them who love God and are called according to its purpose. And so I love that, you know, that you're not in training and development, but you have the skill set and you're able to transfer that over to fitness and your own business. And and not only that, but it, it has an impact on those who are around you or those who work with you. Mm-hmm. I love that. Wow. I love that. <laughs> so yeah. so tell us, tell us, um, you know, we've got an audience out there. There are folks who are entrepreneurs, folks who want to be entrepreneurs, folks who are looking at doing some pivoting. Um, but might be a little, little apprehensive. And so I would love for you to share, um, just to share two, two things, two strategies. What, what would you um, recommend that folks do if they're looking to pivot or they are pivoting and feeling discouraged right now, especially during this time of, you know, for some it's uncertainty. Could you share just two strategies? Yeah. um, So one, one strategy that I have um, and I and I learned this through. I had a coach um, who hypnotized me for three months. But okay. um, one strategy that I have is that I always have to return to my why. At any moment when I experience fear and I feel paralyzed, mm-hmm. um, I have to return to my why. Um, and my why usually comes in the form of me asking my, myself a question. I'm stuck here. I feel stuck. Now, why do I feel stuck? Um, what is, is the reason why I cannot move forward? Is it rooted in fear or is it rooted in, um, you know, or is it rooted in love? Right. Like right. that's literally where I go. Every decision is like, am I doing this because I'm afraid or am I doing this because there's something I love something? Um, oftentimes it's rooted in fear. So then you need to unpack it. Is your fear valid? Right. Like example, I thought that my business was over. I was scared. And then I, I literally had to do my exercise. What is my why? What is my purpose? My my mission in life, my mission for my company is to reinvent what wellness looks and feels like for women of color and make it more accessible. That's it. That's my why for my business. My personal mission is to help and serve other people and help them live better lives. Mm. 
when I got paralyzed, I literally wrote down my mission again. And I was like, what am I doing? What, based on what I'm doing right now, is it aligning with my why? No, me sitting here being fearful and scared is not. Now, is it? And then I have to validate my fear. Okay, I'm afraid that I won't be able to reach people and that business is over. That's not true because there's technology that still allows me to connect with people. And that's how I got out of it. Nice. Okay. I love so that's that. the first strategy. And then the second strategy is, um, for me, I think I, I meditate a lot. I just meditate a lot and I pray a lot. I usually, I literally will ask God for signs to just guide me. Um, and for me, it always comes in the form of seeing repeated numbers. Like I would see 1111 every day, every single day on the hour. I know when it's 1111, I look at the clock. And for me, that's always a sign, a sign that, that the universe or God is like talking to me to, to you know, to move forward and that I'm on the right path. And, and, and that's, that's just part of me connecting with myself. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you sharing such great nuggets. I thank you so much for grills and granola being out there and not only in New York city, but it is out there for everyone to take advantage of. I want to um, encourage everyone to go. If you're on Instagram, go check out grills and granola um, I, I, I'm a little nervous, <laughs> but since it's only 20 minutes, I think I might try cause I'd love to dance. I love music. And so I'm, I'm like, I, I think I can do this. I think I can yes. do this. And so I want to encourage everyone out there to go check out grills and granola. Um, this is wonderful. This is the kind of thing, the cre- kind of creativity, the kind of greatness that's inside of all of us. And, and I'm so pleased that you stepped out, uh, were courageous, even in times of adversity and said, I'm going to do this. And now you are impacting women all over and, and hopefully internationally. Right. Yeah. So I just want to encourage everyone to check it out. Thank you so much, Siobhan, for being with us here. Um, I know that your business is going to continue to grow and be successful. We're going to highlight it and put it out there as much as possible. And we're going to continue to to have some conversations about pivoting and and how we can help women to be successful and to win. I want to encourage you to go to www.letstalkpivot.com and catch all of the episodes we've had so far. Um, I also want to encourage you to go to Apple and Spotify and send a review, subscribe, and share with your friends and your family about what Pivot is doing and the conversations that we are having. I want to encourage you to also check out our Instagram page. It's fairly new, and we try to make sure that we take that quote from our guests that resonates um, and that that I hope will help you as you are listening throughout or you are watching um, and and just working and pivoting that that particular quote might help resonate and might help you move forward. So I want to thank everyone for listening in on this, um, this wonderful Wednesday. And I hope that pivot will help you and help you to move forward as you are intentionally or unexpectedly Um, moving into different places of your life. So thank you so much for listening and God bless.